Hey there, it's Ariel Hawani, one-third of the fastest-growing show in combat sports. I'm Chuck Mendenhall. And I'm P.T. Carroll, and together we are 3 Puck. Join us on the Spotify Live app after every UFC pay-per-view and become a part of the best community in mixed martial arts. Or, if you can't make it, check out the Ringer MMA Show podcast exclusively on Spotify. See you then. Love yous. I'm going to tell you right now, there's nothing worse than the person who sits in the middle seat of a flight when it's not necessary, folks. Sports cards nonsense, welcome in. I'm on no sleep because multiple flights were canceled. I hate the weather and I hate people who travel by air. Jesse Gibson, my co 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 host, co partner, co pilot, co pilot, no, cut out the third first one. mate. Nope, we're not on the <laughs> ship. When they announce, <laughs> don't say anything yet, please. When they announce on the plane, you know what, guys? Spread out. Literally said, by the way, no, this is not a joke. We actually have full rows in the back here, all three seats. Oh, wow. I could lay across three seats and my feet wouldn't dangle. Yep, you're a little guy. I, I pay business select. <laughs> I hate Southwest, by the way. <laughs> Sat front row, which is great because the leg room, I get to literally- Oh, very front row. Oh, very oh, front okay. row. okay. Because I only had a backpack. Wide open seating, folks. Yep. You know what? Invite your friends. They can come fly for free. Just bring them on. <laughs> this dummy decides he has to sit right in between me and my- Now, it's 70 it's 30 Seventy okay. percent his fault. On an empty flight, yep. you stay away from the middle. Absolutely, shouldn't even be an option. Yep. If you sit in the middle seat on an empty flight, you should be subject to a slap in the face. I think the people on either—that's actually fair. The people on either side, like a like a gentleman's duel slap, where it's a glove and it doesn't really hurt, but no, it kind of stings a little. It stings a lot, but okay. both of us get to do that. Seventy <laughs> percent his fault. Thirty percent the guy in the aisle. If you're sitting in the aisle, yeah, do you have one job? Not letting anyone in. Either sleep. With yep. your feet just happen to be extended, yeah. put something on the chair, yeah. or just look like you're going to kill everybody who walks by. They should not be walking past you to get to that middle seat. I know how tired you must be because you were up very late. Let's texting. go to the phones. I what would are the just like to. I would just like to say that some could say, and I would say, you had a slight responsibility to put something in that seat. A backpack, a lean. Here's what I have. Uh, as so a big you man, you can't in the front row. As a big man, what I do row. is I go ahead and lift the armrest up. Nobody wants to sit next. You can still lift up the armrest and just have a lean into it. And if there's all no else not fails, the front row in these, the firm rows, the firm seats on the front. Wait, row. they don't have the middle. The armrest the arm doesn't move, and the armrest. I don't think I've ever the sat. The tray in the comes out of the armrest in the front oh, row. Oh, so here's here's the last ditch effort, and I would do, and I apologize that you didn't. I would tell him no. I'm sorry. There's this middle seat is not for anybody. Like you just have to tell them that that okay. you are absolutely correct. No so one I got sat to there. the airport and Pro now Providence is a delight to fly in and out of. By the way, it's about twelve people at that airport. I'm glad you're not bashing another state because a no, lot of Utah I'll be people honest with you, reached out. I actually out. liked Rhode Island, and I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. When I got to Providence, first question: Hey, you want to you want to like ride the plane? You want to fly? What do you want to do? Yeah. do? Whatever you want. They don't care. <laughs> totally calm. Like I Get love in the, the cockpit. It's about the size of a Dollar General. The whole airport. It's great. Tiny. Oh, it's awesome. When that is not awesome is when you have a connecting flight. So I had to, as I'm flying out yesterday, yeah. flight out of Providence at four. If you don't care about my travel, by the way, I don't even Go listen. Go ahead and fast we're gonna, You know what? We're going to talk grading after, and we're going to rip a box of select don't, wrestling. You're, you're stealing do that. my do that. picture. Do that so they stay on board. We're, 
We're going to do grading talk, uh, updated times and prices. We're grading reveal. Least week. We are going to do a grade reveal as well. We are going to rip a box, but we're going to fast forward it so it's actually hopefully fun for you. First and in the country. Guess you what we're Don't underplay do? that. The first. Oh, yeah. It doesn't I'm come sorry. out until tomorrow. I should specify. We have permission from Panini to rip this uh, 2022 Panini Select WWE box. That's, that's right. We, yeah, I'm pretty sure we have permission. Anyways, we're going to do it. Uh, don't you do it, though. And... Nope. We're going to talk about a few uh, other purchases that Mike has made. Uh, we've got Mailbag, and we've got a very special interview from our boys from the Nationals, Soccer, Soccer Cards, Cards United. United. And guess who else was there besides just Jason? Enzo. And that's not a pasta or anything, no matter what some people could have guessed. I wouldn't say it was. And now, big picture. So here's the thing. I was supposed to fly out at 4, we connecting flight at 6.30. They kept bumping it by 30 minutes because there was wind in D.C., Okay, oh. now it's, but then what was cool is automatically the connecting flight kept getting bumped. Oh. But I was supposed to be home at eight. By the end of this stupid thing, 8 I sat. PM last night. Mm-hmm, okay. I sat in Providence for three extra hours just waiting. And then finally, the last update, they're like, all right, this is now confirmed. So I got there at three. Yeah. Three hours I'm there. At six o'clock, they announced this. So at okay. this point, I'm ready to just lose my mind. Yep. Uh, they said, okay, so now this flight will be leaving here at 10 10. I mean, I have to wait another four hours and 10 minutes. Oh, my God. Gets goodness. to D.C., and the D.C. flight leaves at 109, sure. two-hour flight home. Sure. I was like, you know what? I'm good. Hopped in an Uber, went to Boston. Stayed How much was that Uber for a trip from Providence Car to Boston? Car shop level, find out, because that's getting expensive. $94. <laughs> oh, that's actually not as bad as I thought. Got the okay. hotel room. Okay. They're paying for that, too. Sure, why not? And then I got the flight out at 5. I, I boarded at 4.30 this morning. It wasn't terrible. I actually got some sleep. Wow. Some of the best steak tips of my life. Where? Murray's Tavern. Wow. Phenomenal. Did they have cards there too? Or? I'm thinking about it. Okay. <laughs> I, I do want to talk about grading. Um, Guys, if you're still thanks, with us after that. Thanks for taking the ride You're definitely with us. not a new listener because new listeners would have just dropped off. So we I thank mean, you. Even, even old listeners are like, you know what? We appreciate it. We're out. Okay. I, I want to talk about this. We're going to talk about PSA, BGS, SGC. Okay. Those are the big three. In terms of volume, respect in the hobby, notability. I would actually argue it's PSA, SGC, BGS third. Oh, okay. So first and foremost, I, I'm going to give you the overlying sentiment that I wish the entire hobby would adopt, and that's never going to happen. Yeah. And then I want you to tell us actual pricing breakdown. Okay. The best thing that could happen in this hobby, SGC, by the way, is there a biggest sponsor financially? Uh, do we want to say that? I mean- They are, actually. Yeah, they no, are. I'm thinking about, yeah. Yes, they for sure are on our socials everywhere, right? I love working with SGC. That will not change. I still sub cards to PSA and Beckett once in a while, but I, we've been on the SGC train for a while. I love it. As somebody who is clearly biased in that regard, I'm just going to tell you the best thing that could ever happen in this hobby with regards to grading is that there are multiple options and that resale value was very close in all of them. Oh, okay. People are all excited that PSA has opened back up and good for you. Mm-hmm. Two negative things. And, and by the way, PSA is the number one grader still in terms of volume, resale. Nobody will argue that, including yep. us. However, what's happened is a billion people have now held their cards back for months waiting on a cheaper option. Yep. So, A, you weren't able to grade stuff effectively because you didn't want to use one of the other companies. Mm-hmm. You waited. You missed out on turnaround time. The market has dipped quite a bit in the last few months. And now everybody's sending in again. Yes. They are all That is going to cause a backup again. I really, honestly. Well, did you, I don't know if you specified, but last month they dropped cards. it down. Oh, to 18 bucks. Yeah, it was like $18. That was only for crazy collectors. Cheap. I think you had to have the membership for that, right? 
Uh, maybe that is the case. Either I thought way. it was value, but uh, yeah. But so they, way, they, they graded a million cards last month. SGC was down to 45,000 last month, which was, I think that's the number, which was a 46% drop from the month before. And Beckett still just wasn't really relevant last month. I know guys look at that like, oh, PSA's back on top. Look at him go. The notion that we only want one is just the dumbest. Well, We're going to find ourselves in the same situation. with Not we, because I grade with, like I said, I'm not going to stop grading with SGC or PSA, but it's going to be the same thing. Yeah. Putting all these eggs in one basket. I'm not saying this to bash PSA or Beckett, but if those three companies were just on an even playing field, which could easily happen if the hobby just adopted this notion that more options are better, mm-hmm. it would be better for everybody. Hey, SGC's a little backed up this month and a little slow. Cool, yeah. I'm going to Beckett. Yeah. You know what? PSA just did a million. They're probably backed up. I'm going to SGC. It would be the biggest benefit to the company, to, to, the, to the hobby, I should say. The, I think the biggest thing, too, to go along with prices is turnaround I time. I said the biggest thing. Well, Your second the, biggest the thing. The second biggest thing B sub subscript B yep turnaround time we didn't even talk about that though give me pricing and 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 time for well, now, so so like Mike had mentioned in uh, last month PSA had dropped significantly and that kind of attributed to such a huge influx in cards being submitted it has gone back up to $30 a card right now with a 90 to 120 day turnaround is what they are estimating at this point so I don't think that's going to hold true because I think so many people are going to send it. I think it's going to get backed up. But th- so let's just call it this. I think to be reasonable. Okay. 30 bucks, five months. Okay. What's Beckett? Uh, so Beckett is at, so it depends on the, the service level. Give me the cheapest, just the cheapest level. Here's my only issue is it doesn't give me an exact day of how long they're going to do, but their economy level is $25 a card. No subgrades. Oh, which is garbage. Give me the one with subgrades. Beckett, with no subgrades, subgrades $35. I think that's a six-month term. You know what? I can text the buddy here. Hang on. Okay. How many fuck? Okay, so recap those two. Because I'll be honest with you. I don't remember either one of you said. No, it's okay. Uh, it's $30 Let's for Let's go back PSA. to talking about that flight. <laughs> uh, for a 90 to 120-day turnaround, this is for cards that are worth $500 or less. Um, the one for Beckett is economy at $35 a card. Um we're estimating well final deestimation there okay and then and then SGC, SGC right now is at $30 a well card. so go through our our Nash cards oh guy. well if you go through Nash go cards Nash cards 23 bucks yeah okay right now they're running 10 to 12 day turnaround some even less at this point because again they just they they hired more staff upgrade the facility and then everything else opened back up so they've taken in less all right i'm going to be devil's advocate cuz the audience is going to say well, yeah well you didn't talk about C, uh, CSG, what's the deal there? They've got fast turnarounds. Oh, yeah. The resale value is, I mean, atrocious. There we go. Okay. I just, I don't even consider. Okay, so, oh, see, this guy says he thinks 45 days. I don't think that's right. For um, I'd be shocked. We don't really have a connection there, though, do we? Yeah, we've that's fine. burned too many bridges there. <laughs> I had heard originally two to three months. He's saying 45. So let's say two and a half months. We'll kind of meet in the middle. Okay. PSA. Yeah. So so those are your options. I just think again, people are missing out on on other things. And again, and now I will be biased for sure this time. Like if I'm opening the select, like we're gonna open the select wrestling. If I had a card that I think is a $30 raw card, $50, $80 raw card, but it's new to the market, mm-hmm. I just this notion that I to have to wait for there. PSA. Yeah. You I would rather just send that card immediately to SGC and sell it right out of the gate. Yeah. I just don't understand. Why there's this stuff, and there's fanboys for every uh, every one of them. So I'm not saying it's one or the other. And we're fanboys for SGC, 
But I can be reasonable and say, no, this card should absolutely go to PSA or this patch oh, auto yeah, I'm absolutely sending to Beckett. But like when the hobby is all like, hey, you know, grading, they can do whatever they want. Grading is allowed to do that, grading companies in general, because we allow it. Mm -hmm. You give blind loyalty to a company in any sort, they can take advantage. And I don't even know if it's taken advantage. Like the fact that so many guys want to use PSA, I can't blame PSA for that. Good for you for building a business that so many people want to use. Yeah, absolutely. But I would just say, if you look to other options, and this is twofold, like, yes, it benefits us because I want more guys to use SGC. I think they're great. I think they're as reliable, if not more so, yes. than PSA. But the service is cheaper and you get it that much faster. Yep. You are literally losing out on opportunities to do things because of this loyalty. And I just think that, it, and I would say the same thing. Mm -hmm. Every $1,000 card I get, I'm sending to SGC. I think that's foolish too, unless yeah. it's vintage. I'm sending anything vintage. I just, if people, not, and it's not going to happen, so this isn't even a rant, but more just like a, kind of just want to make a PSA. What? Hello. See what I did there? Oh boy. If you just use other companies, we wouldn't be in the pickle that I think we're going to be in a couple months there? when PSA gets absolutely bogged down. Because PSA getting bogged down like they did before was a super net negative for the hobby. Oh, 100%. So, anyways. Um, okay. I think it, it, at the end of the day, though, end of the show, the would you say the biggest? What what would you say the biggest positive to each grader is? PSA is resale, okay, no question. SGC is return time and initial pricing, okay, and with vintage reliability, mm -hmm. uh, I'll compliment CSG in this regard. I would buy a card in a CSG holder if oh. I'm going to crack and flip it, or if I want it raw, because yeah. I trust the grading process. Like I actually trust those guys, okay, and. Uh, I, I think they're reliable for that. So I don't think I'm going to get a fake card. I think there's a, as little a chance I'm getting a fake card in a CSG holder as any of the big three. So I trust them. So I think their advantages, I think okay. on the buyer side, I think you can buy it. If you were looking for like a quick, cheap option, I guess like, hey, I want to just see if this is authentic. Mm -hmm. But even then I wouldn't, yeah, I don't know. But I think I think the advantage with them is you can buy their stuff very cheap. I'm trying Fair. to buy for my 61. Wait, you didn't say BGS though. It's tough with BGS. I haven't seen the actual return times. I still like the patch autos. I'll say that. That is the one thing I've stuck with. Although SGC came out with new holders last month. So I started sending my patch autos there too. With BGS, let me see if the resale rebounds and let's see what these return times actually are now that they're back open. Okay. And then maybe that's the third. Um, with my 1961 Flair basketball set though, I would nothing would make me happier than to buy all CSG because I'm going to break everything out for Raw anyways. Sure. But if you're telling me I could buy a Bill Russell 3 500 less than I could get it in another holder mm -hmm. and I'm not keeping it in the holder anyways I think it's a huge advantage for the buyer I think the biggest play with CSG is buying cards to re to regrade with other companies because I do trust the grading process um speaking of grading uh, we haven't done an update on this but I did see I just got to notice that the mantle uh over at heritage auction oh is, yeah the 95 SG6 it's yep. now almost it's getting close to 8 million at this point with the buyer premium or no uh, that's with buyer premium. Yeah. So, so that 7. is 7.7. Okay. So that's a new high because there was a Wagner that sold, I believe, at the show. Uh, 7.6 with Golden. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I thought you meant grade. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. an SGC 2 or 3, maybe. Sold for over 7. So that is the new highest sale ever. This is already going to eclipse that. Though. That one's, yeah. It's already I think this is going it. to 12 to 15 with the buyer premium. Dang. That would be insane. It, is, it, has, it still has what, like, 16 days left. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Hey, do you want to do, should we, while we're talking um, grading? Okay, so now let's flip over to the fact that we are doing an unboxing video, which again, it's we just, recognize on. we're on a podcast. It's called a grade reveal. Grade, well, okay, that's fair. So, it's also accurate. 
We are doing a this great is reveal good. of SGC products. Take it away. We are going to film this, so there will be p- bits and pieces on socials throughout the next few weeks. Um, but, but we're also the, the at basis the same time, behind, hey, why did you buy this card? Yes. What, with, when you graded it, like, what was the intent? Why did you go with this? Like, yeah, this will actually be... This, is, I think, is actually compelling content for the podcast. For the select wrestling box that we're breaking early, I think it's cool you get to, you'll get to see the stuff early. That's not podcast material. Like, we're just going to do the highlights of that quick on here. Yeah. So we'll cut that up. I say we like I could do any of that. You tell them when you're ready, Sweet Cheeks. I'm ready to go. All right, so here you go. I just cut the seals. If you're watching, good for you. If you're just listening, you're not going to know that. I'm going face down. I don't remember. How many cards do you, did you get great? Are these all your cards? Yes, all mine. I did a bunch because I was trying to do, like, I bought a bunch of the stuff at the National Raw. I thought, hey, SGC for the quick, cheap flip. I Actually, a bunch of it, too. You know who else I bought from was Blake. RVA sports cards on the app. Oh, it's not just a blind show. Okay. <laughs> I bought a ton of raw, cheap baseball singles because I was like, you know what? Might be worth it. So, uh, You know that thing that Sean had messaged about? I didn't think about Blake. He would be a good one for that. How dare you? I know. All right. I'm doing this. So, yeah, like this Rizzo I bought from Blake for sure. Now, are you buying Rizzo in just because you I just personal got a deal collection? Or? To, oh, okay. Almost all these are to flip. You tell me the grade. What do we got there? That is a solid SGC 9. Okay, so that's a break-even then. Okay. Yep. That's a 2011 Tops update. Again, with the Rizzo, the centering was good. With old stuff like that, too, with a clear border, like, is the centering good? Is the surface relatively good? At a nine, it does nothing for me. Eh. Herbert, same thing. Bought for that reason on the app. Cheap. What's that? Actually, no, the Herberts I bought at the National. You got yourself a 10, my friend. Ooh, if you ever said gold label. So that's a 2020 Chronicles Dynagon. Is that the word? I guess. I bought a bunch never of this stuff. that word? But- so this was, a matter of fact, like, me in the $1 to $5 box is just going nuts. That's that's a big win then. Man, I mean, those boxes it's not like were hundreds hot. of dollars, yeah. but like to pay a buck and to get a good deal like we get on, on grading. So this is the same thing. I don't think this is grading. I'm gonna say this is a nine. Oh, guess what? Lower. Ten. Oh, nice. Okay. So certified select rookies. Again, Herbert. Perfect. So those are all from the show. This is from the show as well. I took this in and kid came to the table, 75% for a bunch of five to twenty dollar cards. Vlad, I believe this is a Bowman's best refractor from 2019. What's that? Nine five. Not bad. On that card, that's probably a bump. I can live with a 9.5. Ooh, Jalen Hurts. I don't remember which one this is. It's a rated rookie. What I get on the grade? Eight. Oh, gross. That stinks. That's the Optic Blue Hyper. Eight. Ugh, I took that in a trade. Oh, well. Anthony Edwards, I bought at the show. That's a 10. Oh, nice. Anthony um, Edwards is a Mosaic Refractor. That's a big one. So with like Mosaic, for example, there's another good deal. For the price and the turnaround time, I'm probably not waiting on that one. And that's the NBA debut card. I think that's a perfect example of a card to send to SGC. Who do we have here? Trey Lance, Prism, I think. What's the grade? 10. Nice. Prism based. Man, you're getting a lot of 10s, actually. Well, I, I was pretty strict with what I was buying. Not to mention the fact, not all dollar cards are beat up. Like there is sometimes these guys have this notion like, oh, it's in the dollar box. There's no way that's getting above a seven. These are almost all cards I bought from that. Um Oh, really? These are almost all dollar box cards? And even there, I'll be honest with you, Trey Lance Prism Base. I guarantee the resale value on PSA is quite a bit higher. Okay. I got to wait three to four months to get it back, maybe five months. It's in the season. I, I want that card gone tomorrow. Same with Herbert. Like, I'm not high on those guys, so I want them in and out the door. Another couple of Herberts. What do we got here? You got yourself a 10. Dang, I'm three for three. That's a prestige Herbert. Same thing. Send it to SGC. Yes, it's a little lower value. I wanted it back quick. This Herbert? This is a Herbert, and it is a 10. Dang, I'm four for four in Herberts. Dude. That's the Panini Legacy. 
Dude, I bought all these Herberts from the same kid. I almost feel. If Are I see you this like kid, high on Herbert? Is that the deal? Is that no, what we're it was, hearing? It was crazy. What I get on this one? What do you think, dude? Another Deluminance <laughs> ten. And this is my last Herbert. Now this was a tough one. This is a concourse. Nah, nope. Almost made it. Oh, 10. It Select. was at ten. I got him. Five I got him five. good. If I see this kid at the national <laughs> next year, he's getting a bit of a deal from me. All right, we'll go a little quicker here. Justin Fields, absolute, got a nine five. Okay. Nah, elite series got a nine five on the. Fields as well. That's okay. okay. I, I can live with nine five, dude. Herbert, airborne rookie. 10. Dude, if it's a Herbert, it's a ten. That's just a fact. Tatis Rapture Marvel. Again, this is all stuff too. I think you need to get back quick. Marvel's insert Rapture. Yep. That's a ten. This is an old one, so this could very easily be a seven. Let's see. It. I'll take it for a nine. Bowman Chrome Goldschmidt nine. Okay. I don't even know why I graded this. Doctor J Auto. Oh, now that's not bad. Mosaic. Ten. I bought this from Ken on the on the app. Eighty bucks. I paid for this. Mosaic scripts. Julius Irving auto. That looks good. That's a 10 10. That's a nice card. I've still, by the way, yet to ever get a gold label 10. This and is a big reveal. Do you want to keep doing this or just too much? I think this is probably, I mean, you it's good done? video content, but it's not great podcast content. Okay, we can be done. Yeah, um, let's be done. I killed it in grades. Oh, we man, have. but you have Marvel stuff over there, too. Oh, let me do I my seen. Marvel because that's all for All right. Set. Yeah, let me just see the Marvel. So I actually, but this is from the box I bought, the 1990 Marvel. I subbed. I only sub these with the intent for tens of tens. What do you do? What are you going to do? Just give them away or I'll sell the other ones because I paid for that box. Okay. All right. Let me just go through the Marvels real quick. Bullseye nine, five. That's getting sold. Dang. Black Panther nine, five. So hard. Moon Knight nine, five. Interesting. So this is a sell card. Stan Lee. Oh, you got the Stan Lee. It's a couple hundred bucks. That is a 10, but I have the 10, so I didn't need it. Darn it. I only sent that to sell. Spider-Man Venom Mm. got a nine, five. Figures. Ghost Rider is a 10, but I have Ghost Rider. I only, I sub some of the star cards because I figured why not? Super cheap. It'll sure. Give me the value. That's a win for me, I believe. Oh, Card no, number 133 Wolverine. is a comic, but I think that's a 10, so I think I need that for the set. Darn it. All the ones I already have, I got 10s on. Kingpin got a 10, which is cool. I got to check if I need that. Deathloke got a 10. Yeah, that hurts. Spider Man vs. Craven, 9 5. Only got that because I needed Aunt May. Oh, tell me that's a 10. That's a 10. Aunt May actually does pretty good money. I need that for my set as well. Phoenix, I have got a 10. That'll be getting sold. Mr. Fantastic got a 10. I think I need the Professor. Oh, oh. Professor X got a 9. I could have used that one. And then the new Warriors rookie got a 9. But so I think Ooh. I only got two or three for my set. Here's the good news, though. I paid six fifty for the box. I'm going to do pretty well in that box. because I still I only opened like five packs. All right. Cool. Okay, we can be done with that. Sorry I took too much time. No, it's good. I mean, it's... I mean, the audience will tell us what they think, but something new. And if nothing else, I think I enjoy, I enjoyed it. I don't know. I think it's good to like show guys <laughs> like, why are you grading what you're grading? Like, what's the point? So, by the way, the, nothing else inciting that box. Everything else was a nine five for my other baseball stuff. So, okay, cool. All right, so there you go. Little grade reveal from SGC. Overall, pretty good, and especially for the price and the return time. Very happy about that. I am curious. Uh, I would like to hear from the audience what you guys think of things like that, like where. It's an unboxing, or I'm sorry, a grade reveal, or we're ripping a box. If you guys enjoy that, like, we'll continue to do little bits here and there. Once or twice a month. Yeah, yeah we're not going to go crazy. But if the overwhelming audience Hate is it. like, nope, dumb. I think at least with the grade reveal, too, I can be like, hey, here's the reasoning behind it. The box thing we're going to, like, we're going to do the select, like, yeah, I'm with you. Let's fast forward, make that a minute. Sure. But, yeah, like, with the grade, and I mean, we, we left off some. But, yeah, I do think with that, like, hey— Bought this with the intent, like this Herbert was a base. Had this been a purple refractor, which is worth 300 raw, I might have gone to this company instead, or I would have paid for this service. Gotcha. You know? Okay. And again, I do think it plays to the mindset of 
like me with Herbert. Mm-hmm. I want to sell all my Herberts first couple weeks of the season. So mm-hmm. I need to have them back in hand. So I think that's what I like. It's Return like if time. we have like some kind of story behind each one and maybe so maybe a fewer amount, but more of a story behind or a reason why, like I'm either high on this guy or I yep. did it with this that's to fair. return it, you know. That's why I bought all that regular like random baseball to Goldschmidt rookies, Rizzo. Uh, there's a bunch of other rookies that we didn't even talk about. We're in baseball season. Like again, yeah. it's cheap, I, but I need them back quick in time for the playoffs or if they go on a late season rush. Okay. That's why even you mentioned like, hey, return time is more important than you think. The mindset should not just be, oh, I can get this. I'm just sending this to PSA because, and there's no reason, or I'm just sending to SGC. Okay, fair, good. Use your Um, brains, people. That's that little pile of mush between your ears. uh, Do you ever wonder, like... Steak dips. If your brain is more wrinkly, does that make you smarter? Do you ever think about things like that? Do you ever think about the wrinkles on your brain? I've been contemplating the world a lot lately. That is not a cry for help. You're doing so good. I'm coming um, out of it this week. Oh, I know. Man. You seem so good. What are we doing next? I shut Release the computer. Week. Yeah, Release I, know. Week. I noticed you just shut I'm the computer. Like we're I done. shut the computer. <laughs> shut my mind off. Release week select. So 2022 Panini Select Wrestling. Uh, our buddies at Panini sent this to us. It doesn't release technically until tomorrow. Uh, we're going to get this video released. You'll see the entirety of this on our YouTube tonight. That's yes, the assurance that's, I was given. That, that's what we've been told. Uh, we're going to just rip it here and kind of, I think what we'll do is just rip. Like, here's the, and so we'll just cut out all the audio until the very end. Hey, here's what we hit. Here's our overall thoughts. This can be like a 30 second thing. So we're going to rip it as soon as you give me the, okay. You give me that thumb. You put that Jimmy Dean up in the air. I'm going. Do you guys hear it? That's the thumb. It's the Jimmy. Go. Cool. We're back. We're back. So we just ripped the product. <laughs> Select's an awesome looking product. I love the, Mike the knows, audience is just hearing like this ecstatic excitement all of a sudden. So here's what happened. So we ripped the box. We're going to post the whole thing on, on YouTube. But we want to at least give you the highlights, what we think of the product. It's a it's like a big uh, mix of vets. Like mm-hmm. a bunch of guys we actually knew, which I like. Yep. The hits, so to speak. So we got a rock silver card. Which that I think... For any of us who aren't extreme fans, that that's probably gonna be one of our favorite ones so far. Yeah, and I'll be honest. Like, so with that, real quick, so with that card, we're gonna grade that card. Yeah, I want to be one of the first to get it graded. Alexa Bliss, we got a jersey. Never heard of her. We got the Braun Brecker. Uh, I don't even. I forget what that's called. It's not a hyper. I'll look into what that refractor is. But he he's like the number one rookie this year. Chad Gable Silver. Autos. We got AJ Styles, who has long hair and a vest. Never heard of that guy. Macho Man Randy Savage White was out of 99. We got a couple of the tie-dyes or tri-colors, which are non-numbered. This dude just named Boa. Our other auto was Jimmy USO. Jimmy Uso? Uso? Jesse says he's heard of him. That's clearly a lie. <laughs> just a complete lie. A couple other silvers. The two numbered cards we got, Eddie Guerrero, or the two other numbered cards. Eddie was a dude when we were kids. And then our one, we did get a gold. Mike says this guy's a Hall of Famer. I never heard of him. Oh, you know what he is? WWE Hall of Famer, Edge. And he had a rivalry with AJ Styles. He's cool. Okay, let's talk about this product for real. Give me pricing when you have a second. Pull that up. I like, I mean, Select is one of my favorite brands, period. Anyways, I just think it's cool. With wrestling, I'm not a wrestling fan. I do think it's smart that they put in all the vets. Like we pulled a Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, Stone Cold. All the kids, I, all guys I actually remember as a kid. Mm-hmm. So in that respect, I like it. Like, cause I don't, like Braun Brecker, I know is the number one rookie. I don't know who he is and I don't care. Uh, um, value wise. Um, 225 for a box. That's not bad for select. Like, I bet that edge is worth it. Like, we're going to try to sub a few of these with SGC to get them out quick. 
We'll do I, some giveaways with stuff too. I bet that edge, if it comes back gem, is a few hundred bucks. My thought is maybe do it fast because if it's like Prism where it could drop it, really hard. Yeah, it's it peaked. And Dude, then didn't these dropped. come out at four hundred bucks originally? The select? I thought these were higher. I could be wrong. There's oh. a thing in mailbag today about that. We'll visit when we get there. Okay. Anyways, overall select. Like if you like select, this is just like every other select product. I think it's a nice product, quality stuff. I like it. Two twenty five. Again, it's we're kind of in that timeline with Panini. We had like Legacy, Recon, all these things that are not $1,000 a box, which I mm-hmm. love that aspect. I think this stuff being 225 Prism right now is still 350 to 400 It's half the cost of Prism. That's not bad. Not bad at all. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Again, I don't know the market at all. It's pretty evident. I didn't know hard, hardly any of these guys. So Don't say that. You I mean, everything's so great. I, did I say that part yet? So. <laughs> um, there you okay, go. Cool. Very we'll nice. grade some of those. We'll give some stuff away. We'll run some promotions with that. Whatever. But thank you, Panini, for letting us do that early. And make sure you check it out on YouTube. You can see the whole box uh, where we did that. Um, All right, so what's next? We've, we've done a, a bunch of box ripping that you can't see. Uh, something about Derek Jeter pricing? Oh, yeah, the captain? Yeah. Just to touch base on that quickly, because I think some people are like, oh, there's a documentary coming out. Mm-hmm. We're going to see this. There's been, I own some decent Jeter rookies. Zero movement on that guy. It looks like not there's to been men- seven episodes so far. Not to mention... Jeter is much like Brady because they're going to do this big Brady documentary. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be incredibly boring. boring. Yeah, it's just nothing like they're it, it, to their credit. Like there's not a ton of scandals. There's not a ton of person. He's just a pretty boring guy. I don't know. I am curious. Um, I don't know if Serena Williams stuff has moved all that it much. Hasn't. She just re- she just announced she's, she's retiring. retiring right? Yeah, I would have thought there'd be. It was such a crazy high spike. The only other thing yeah, that's note true. She this was. Week, Super high. <laughs> I see Simmons is pulling some talent from local Boston media to have a Boston sports podcast. Oh, thanks boy. for nothing, Bill. First of all, don't say thanks for nothing. We have a podcast. Thanks for the podcast and the huge <laughs> opportunity you gave us. Aside from that, thanks, for, no- thanks that. for nothing else. Else. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> why do you need these radio guys? Are you kidding me? You yeah. want to talk Boston sports? Please. He's probably afraid that before you go on a podcast, you're going to have a flight somewhere, and then the no, first ten minutes will be a mental breakdown. <laughs> so about those Red Sox, Mike's in a home. Thanks. Please. Padded Please. walls. Okay. Anyways, oh, I, can't I saw that, and I was like, I wonder who it is. I don't. I don't know that. I don't know the name of the guy. He um, hired, but I saw that. I was like, oh, cool. I'm always in for more Boston sports stuff. You know, I, I said Serena hadn't jumped much. She has gone. She was going at 75, and she went up to 95. So you haven't jumped much. <laughs> What's your vertical? How dare you? I, uh, I'm just kidding. I've walked into something and I don't know how to get out. Um, all right. Michael, Paul, we're going to do... Just the, pickups? Yeah, I think pickups and then mailbag and then we'll as, have our interview. As busy a week as I've had on pickups the last two weeks, I've decided, like, I think we're going to start do, making a repack product. I say we. Just yeah. like making like some stuff to run through the app. Because if I can buy stuff cheap enough, I can still run it under the cost of like the actual market on it. So I can I can put a hundred dollar card on sale and have it be in a product for ninety bucks. And hey, you get a card a little cheaper. So I think we can do some value there. And I just actually kind of like that play anyways. So I know Eddie's been messing with that for a while. Have He's, you been are you that's a good question. But, what are you what are your feelings in general on repacks? Oh in general I think they're crap. I think it's a great way for people to just put garbage together yeah. and overcharge for it. Because most guys spend too much on packaging mm-hmm. and then they're shipping it out to people. I will only make this to start for myself. I also have good buying power. This is not to brag, but we have a pretty good name. Yeah, We have good exposure on our socials. Like when I put out a thing, hey, I'm looking to buy for 75 to 80%. Because mm-hmm. again, I can run stuff at 90, 95% overall. Sure. And a repack product is simple. Like when we do this, it'll be, hey, everybody gets a card. It's $100 a spot. 
Some cards will have a value of four to five hundred. Others will be thirty to forty dollars. Gotcha. And you will okay. get a randomly assigned card. Okay. Just basically so, like yeah. you're ripping a normal pack of cards. Right. You know, the only the only thing here is I can guarantee the overall return is more than the buy-in. Whereas if I buy a box of Bowman for a thousand dollars, I may pull eighty dollars worth of cards. Now, conversely, I may pull ten thousand dollars worth. With this, if it's ten spots at a hundred dollars a piece, yeah, so a thousand dollars a box. I can guarantee the value in the box will be $900 to $1,200. Okay. So you can kind of dictate that. And then some have even gotten creative with putting packs in there. Mm -hmm. I don't like that because then it's like you're chasing the top spot and then you're also chasing a hit from a pack. Yeah. I don't mind it if the packs are of lesser value. The packs cannot be the chase. Got it. Okay. But I think there's something interesting there anyway. So I've been buying like a maniac for that. I've been really trying to focus on legends, Hall of Famers, retired stars, autograph stuff. Okay. I bought... Uh, one buddy, actually, Josh, the guy we met in front of the Staples Center in LA. Remember, we did the trade. Oh, yeah, we filmed yeah. it. Josh, we did that little video. Uh -huh. he's, he's a great dude. And Josh gets it. Like, hey, here's these 10 cards, comp them, 80% done. It was like almost all Sterling autos from this year's tops, which are quality autos, anyways. Yeah. Low end stuff like Steve Carlton and Andy Pettit. So $30 to $50, $60. Mm -hmm. And then some nicer ones. Like there was a couple of Nolan Ryans, Cal Ripkins, Chipper Jones, Frank Thomas. I like that stuff, too, because if I don't build this product in the next month, I'm not worried about the value. Oh, okay. Um, I've also been trying to buy, like, Griffey refractors yeah. and, like, older inserts, which I got one today, a Pristine, which just came out. Pristine's been out long enough now where I think the market has settled. It is where it is on the singles. Mm -hmm. So I bought a Pristine Griffey and a couple other cards like that. Like, I think those are fun to throw in. Like, yeah, you're not getting your money back out of that card, but I'm happy to get a $35 Griffey refractor, even though I, paid, I overpaid because I got a, a bad hit. It's like, yeah, but it's Griffey. I like that stuff. You know, okay. I'm going to kind of focus on that market. For the flip side of things, I've been buying up Tua again. I got a decent deal on a couple of Tua You're back cards. on the Tua train? I am. I've been watching him in training camp with Tyreek Hill. That's a bad... I, I think he's going to have a great start to the okay. season. So I've been buying him and Jalen Hurts a little bit more. I think... That, oh, and then I went... Dude, this was actually crazy. This will be the last thing I'm going to go to mailbag. As you know, I'm working on three sets, so I can't find anything with my football autograph set. I, it's been probably two months since I've made a purchase there. Uh, 61 Flair, I bought a bunch at the National, haven't bought any since, but I bought like 19 then, and it's only a 66-card set, so I already have oh, a wow. huge jump. Okay. But the 1990 SGC set, which is what I just opened here yeah. or in the reveal, I, I'm hoping two or three of those I don't have. The rest of those I'll be selling, but the, some of those I hope are for my set. I was on eBay the other night. I have it in my save search anyways because I'm building 1990 Marvel Impel as an SGC 10, though. I want all 161 cards. I don't want the checklist. I don't care about that, okay. but the rest I do. I was watching the other night and a bunch came on for sale at auction, so I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll bid. I'm going to go through my purchases here real quick. I got a steal. and So so I got the Hulk card, number three, which is the hero, the, kind of mm -hmm. the base card. As an SGC 10, my max bid was 150 and I was like, and I'll just have to bid a couple oh, wow. bucks more at the end. Oh, wow. What? No, no, no. Go I haven't ahead. told you the thing yet. No, no, no. Go Save ahead. the oh, wow for now. No, no, no. You're good. $150 max bid, paid 97 Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Exactly. Dormambu? Dormambu? Who's the bad guy from Strange? Oh, Dorm yeah. yeah. Dormadu? You're as close as either of us yep. is going to get. I put in a max bid there of 120 because you just don't see that card a lot anyways. 50 bucks. So at this point, I'm already up yeah, probably 150. Okay. Now, Thor versus Sertan. This is one of those battle cards. I paid 40. That card's worth 25 bucks. Didn't care because I got it all in the same night. Uh, New Mutants I did buy, which is funny. We just had one grade. Uh, I paid 40. Again, I overpaid by 20 bucks. Didn't care. And then the Kree versus 
scroll, scroll war. Uh-huh. So those are those battle cards. Those are all about 25 bucks. I overpaid by about 50 for the three of those combined. Dormanu, I was 70 bucks under what I was bid. The mm-hmm. Hulk, I was under 50. So I'm already in the green. Another one, Rogue. Solo hero card. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and these are all SGC 10s. $50.69. My high bid there was 95 And then this, I thought, was probably the best deal was uh, Venom. What was Venom? So Venom 2, I would say, still pretty relevant. Like, didn't Tom Hardy just make them? Or... Yeah, there's a second one. There was a sequel. They're making more. Okay. Uh, my bid on this one, I think, was 175 86 56 What in the world? I got a crazy deal on all that stuff, man. I was pumped. Dude, that's insane. Okay. Well, there you go. If you're looking to get back onto the Marvel train, I honestly do think that 1990 Marvel will be the official. Like, I know because everyone loved the PMGs for so long. Yep. But I do think that when the dust settles, 1990 is looked at as the rookie, the one that people will seek uh, overall, just because, especially because it is so hard. It's it's very difficult to get high grades in it. People will appreciate that. And, uh, hopefully add even more value to the tins you got. So Now, just to be clear, too, this is not a pump. I'm building the entire set. I mm-hmm. think I'm probably up to about 50 of the 160 now. It's not a pump and dump. It's simply a pump. I'm not dumping them. <laughs> but I do think if you look, all so those cards a pump. Okay. are way less than 50% what they were. Aside from the battle cards, I overpaid because I don't care. But almost everything else is because it was that huge pump and dump earlier in the year. Yeah. So I look at that and I'm like, I hate the guys pump and dump stuff, but the results are there's like a cool buying window after the fact. Yeah, so, absolutely. I was actually excited about that. Anyways. I um, all right. So let's throw it to the interview and then we'll come back and finish it with mailbag. Soccer cards. You know, this is live from our booth at the national. There you go. Welcome to the podcast. You're going to have to lean in real close. I will not speak louder than this. And Let me just, hey, you will be happy with that. Mike, you're not cutting this, by the way. This is the open. Jesse is sitting behind the desk in between two monitors that we can't get to actually play. He's about nine feet tall. I got another goof to my left who's also nine feet tall. And then a kid next to him who is normal size who I've done nothing but insult after a made-up name of pasta. And he swears like a trucker. We have one microphone to share between two people. And hearts full of love. And hearts full of love. For Soccer Cards United. Welcome to the show, guys. With that being said, Jason and Enzo, welcome. Thank you for having us. Great to be here. Yeah, let Enzo speak for Fantastic the first time. To be here. Thanks, Jason. Yep, yep, hold that. <laughs> um, we uh, were professionals and brought one microphone for yep. two people. Yeah. Okay. Actually, what you should do is just hold it sideways in between you. Oh, so yeah, if your earlobes you touch, both, yeah, you, you could, both talk you could do into, this. Like at a Bruce Springsteen concert when they do the kind of back to back. You know the, the oh, you know the boss? No, him. I've seen him. Seen him live. Okay, favorite Bro. mainstream hit. Um, only the hits here. Only the hits. There's only Thunder one. Road, maybe. Okay. Does he do Born in the USA? He does. Yeah. Yeah, that's the a- correct answer was Glory Days. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Maybe. He's changing his wow. mind. Okay. okay. Maybe. Enzo, have you seen the boss? He didn't get the microphone in- to say no. No, I'm not. I didn't see it. I tell you, we are sucking the energy <laughs> out of this room. The no microphone. Every he's, he's like sharing? I know. He's, he's Jason not, is just he's not a sharer. Here's what microphone. you do. I'll take that. I'm better your hands you hold on that. each other. And that together. way. Okay, just, let's just do something serious. In between. Tell us something you've mm. never told. How's the showboat? First national, by the way? Let's First start national. There. Okay. The showboat is an experience. That's the I hotel the they're show, in, by the way. The showboat, we could talk show about boat. that too. The showboat. Oh, okay. the show, sorry. No, oh, no, no, yeah. let's hear about the show. has been going on. No, 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 let's listen. Uh, I would like to hear <laughs> more about the hotel, <laughs> the hotel though. The hotel has been absolutely no, terrible. It's part of the experience. Um, Atlantic City's a dump, but no. the show itself. It's. I don't want to be too negative. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah. We got VIPs. 
because okay. there was no other tickets. We were staying for five days. Dope. Sure. And I just felt like there was no welcome. Like there was no, it was nothing really. I feel like there's so much money in the card industry. Yeah. Right. That it's like they gave us our little, they're like 300 VIPs. Like they gave us the hamper bags and it was like a few leaf cards in there. But that's it. That's it. It's like yeah. Tops and Panini. We've seen what you've been printing for the last three years. We've seen the boom. Yeah. Nothing. What are you, what are you doing? I love this hot take. It is a little lackluster. What are you doing? This is the time to just be nice for one day. And they're like, no, no, no. Our margins don't allow for that. I, I kind of love I that like take. This, he's I want to hear Jason's fire. take as well. Orzo is throwing the heat. Orzo. <laughs> And he didn't even drop the F-bomb, which is no, so much yet. killing it. He wanted so it. So hard when he was he on a microphone. It. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's we were standing in, in line to get a, a this like VIP reception thing that I think Pristine Auctions were hosting. And, and Pristine Auctions? Yeah. Hey, we, they, we sponsor. Okay, they sponsor. Yeah, so they, like, they did a good giveaway. Like They were giving oh. some really good stuff out. Nice. We were standing in, in line for like uh, to get a Coke or something, uh -huh. and which in fairness was complimentary, you know, so that was nice. Yes. Okay. But oh. the guy... There was an older gentleman, and he turned to us and he said, VIP event. Look at how many people are here. I don't feel like a VIP. And then I said to him, well, oh. you know, this is just a VIP. There's also super VIP. And then he, he just so dramatically turned his lanyard around, <laughs> and I said, super VIP. And he oh. said, and I'm here with you. <laughs> um, he does not like Irish people. So there is obviously a little disdain for the level of what VIP really means to some people. Is it very important, or is it just kind of important yeah. people, yeah. you know? Is it just like, like, I would prefer if they called it priority. Okay. So I, yeah. get to, I get to go in first, I get to have like a lounge area that I can use. I'm like priority guest, so. Private bathroom? Uh, <laughs> no, not private bathroom. Oh. Do you have a private bathroom? I don't I, talk about I it. I think it's a cultural difference because in America, I'm used to being lied to all the time. <laughs> yes. So it's like, oh, I'm a super VIP. Oh, so I'm just like the guy who spent a few extra bucks. Right. Yeah, and now, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So I, I do think that most people probably came thinking, VIP just means like I get to get in a little bit early or something. But I would agree with you from a any any kind of real um, what's the word like fairness. Yeah, I think it would only be fair to get a little extra something. And especially after the couple of years that that we've had in the industry, and like the collectors supported the industry so much through COVID. Yeah, like yeah, give a little back. Give a little back. This should That's be fair. like this should feel triumphant. By this the way, be like. Just to prepare your minds, this is by far, like this corporate, so these are corporate boots. Yeah, yeah. This whole stretch here really didn't exist before. Really? No. Like these yeah. displays you see, our display, which is very average this year, was about as good as it ever was. We took the now, money. it is unbelievable. But like this display next to us, I'm going to guess that cost $50,000. Really? Dude, this pile of crap we put together was six grand yeah well we we said it we could great. spend money oh, on way, a huge kidding. setup and screens or we could buy cards and give them away yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Try to do that money. but or yeah we that's what's said this is actually the most elaborate it's ever been yeah and that's the thing it is really i do think it's cool do you guys are you were you impressed walking in oh, yeah, by yeah. It, they were so impressed and there's yeah. like so many companies popping up and all that stuff but to me it does feel like a, a bit of a disparity between the kind of plushness of the corporate section yeah and like we've been trying to buy and sell a little bit and the dealers at the tables are like their margins are so tight right now it's yeah. unbelievable and like there's more like there's more companies than ever there's more vc money than ever all that stuff yep but it's i don't see that reflected in the experience of everyone outside for the corporate the, area for the buyer oh, okay. the average Big guy so let me ask this the buying selling how's it going any any big deals what's like the overall sentiment prices are good bad so for us like we're trading in soccer and f1 and with soccer specifically, we're finding that the stuff on offer is really from maybe one, two years ago. Oh, so we're not okay. seeing a lot of the newer players here. 
Um, we're not seeing a lot of huge Messi and Ronaldo rookies. We're seeing people trying to offload their 8.5s, their 7.5s, okay, um, stuff like that. Any? What about pricing on those though? Like, is it like could you actually find a deal at all, or or is it Give even him reasonable? The microphone. Or is, is everything overpriced? He's very rude. And no, now he's done. He's done. Um, that to Enzo. There's a huge. Some tables, saying. some tables have crazy pricing. Yeah. Like there was one. We were looking at one Pele Pele card, and the guy said twelve, and I said Jason twelve hundred. Like, what's it worth? Right. We, we had it was an off ten. There was an off five. We were offered for five. So five hundred. Right. So when he said twelve, no five thousand. Sorry. Oh oh. So he said twelve. I was like, is that twelve hundred? Twelve thousand. You know, we didn't know. Yeah. We went back twelve thousand. What? Oh. And we were just yeah, we were like what? And there was another card. It was an industry conference, Holland. I was on the table for two thousand two hundred. And then later What's on the worth? show, PSA ten. Later on in the show, we bought one for two ninety. What? what? So like some of them are just like okay. a nine x margin, eight x margin. I yeah. hate to hear this because I've heard this from other like, people. Super. Not not everybody, but we haven't walked the floor at all yet. By the but way, but there are a couple guys who have said like not just a little above, but like multiples yeah. above. You what think it's that's just because for. they're under? Like they bought it for? Was it was <clears throat> it worth that at the peak when they bought in? Was or, it ever or was worth it, was that? Was it ever never even worth that? Yeah, maybe they never <clears throat> comped it. It was worth it at one point. Like I, I think it could be just they have so much foot traffic. They're kind of just banking on one or two sales. You just gotta find one dumb person. Maybe. I bought, actually bought my first card today. A guy came to the booth. I couldn't comp it because the mm. internet is, as just, Enzo mentioned, bleeping terrible. That's what, His that's what Enzo not, he said. He said bleeping. That's what he said. Uh, but I couldn't comp it, but he was actually reasonable. So I was happy. But that's it. We have not walked There's the floor at all this definitely year. deals to be found. But, but, but you, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of kind of horror stories about buying or yeah. selling to the tables. Oh, really? Like, like 50% some, comps. Yeah. Some are 60% comps and stuff like I that. Just and tell just, people, just go sell it somewhere. Yeah. Like, you don't need money today. Just no. like, I don't know. Interesting. Right. Uh, would you say the same? He, like, look yeah. at his shares. He gave it right back. I think what we're finding with soccer specifically is that a lot of people here have soccer on the tables because they bought it when it was hot. Yeah. And there's what we're finding is lots of people trying to flip soccer, not only people trying to collect it. Yeah. You know? Okay. Oh, really? And okay. so because you have like that, the soccer collector community hasn't really like turned up to this event in yeah. a big way. So you just end up with like all the like what we call like the sharks trying to sell and buy from each other. Yeah. And no one wants to give an inch. Right. You know? Like, did, did what about you see this? One, by the way? Did you oh. see this recently? This was, um, yes. Uh, Logan Paul with like, what is that? Arsenal. The Emirates? Arsenal. Arsenal? Yeah. So I, I do wonder if soccer is going to start, I wouldn't say like blow up, but maybe like start really ramping up, especially with World Cup. Yeah. But now when you start seeing like big, like social media guys, Logan Paul is one of the biggest out there. If he says buy it, there's gonna be thousands of little kids that want to start buying soccer cards. That's true. Like we, uh, we had a conversation with somebody yesterday, and I said the, the horrible thing about soccer right now, is that everything is undervalued and overpriced. Undervalued so, and overpriced. So long term, yeah, these prices on some of these like, kind of, you know, great players, yeah. Those prices are way below where they should be. Okay. But in terms of like, that doesn't mean I can buy it over comps. Ah, uh, right. okay. So everyone's overpricing. And even though I believe in the long-term value, yeah. I, I can't just say I'm still like, not paying 100 today. Exactly. Because I think in 10 years, it will be worth 200. Yeah, that, I'll that's pay not how it 70 works. today that it's worth. Now, what wow. are you finding with Formula One? Same thing? Yeah, there's, there's not a lot of it here. Oh, really? Okay. Um, not not a lot? Not loads. But I think it's in high demand again this year. I think a lot of people are still focused on 2020. First year. Yeah, first okay. year. Um. Haven't seen uh, the sapphire wax is kind of everywhere still. I think oh, last okay. year's national that sold out day one or something. Um, Interesting. 
Not, uh, people are in, people. The tables want to get F1 on the table as well. Like they want to buy. If they have it, they're oh, looking okay. to buy as well. F1, I'd say healthy enough because there's such a finite amount of it. Right. So it's healthy. I think. I think Jason pointed out we're seeing a lot of this year's dynasty on the tables not selling. Oh really? Yeah. yeah that yeah. sounds like four grand a box though, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's one of the things I have, I have a problem with the um, the big wholesalers card shops. David, I don't. I'm not, I don't need to name them all, but sure. I'm looking at that there. I just see it lingering over us. But like. This happens in the London card shows as well. I don't understand this. how online retail come to a card show and price their boxes the same as their website. Oh. You're at a card show. You think yeah. it should be less? Yeah. yeah you don't no. have to ship it. You don't have to process no. it. That's, it's always more expensive, I feel like. I know, Every time I, I come like to one of these. Here, if you around. want to buy it, you have to get it. But like, we always do the opposite. We're always like, I love you're in that. person. Yeah, it's it's convenient. Like, it's Absolutely. fun. Absolutely. I don't have to ship the card. I don't have yeah, to I don't have to ship it. I agree. Like, there's cost to showing up at a show, but like, who cares? You know. Now, you've been to card shows in Ireland? Or in England? One in Ireland. It wasn't card show. But. Comparing that to this, any comparison? Like, I mean, I know it's not going to be as big or anything yeah, like that, course. but like, are there key differences you notice? Like, do people, are there, are you more likely to find something cheaper at a card show in England than you would yeah, the, here? Or? The England card shows are, are lower end stuff. You know, oh, people okay. didn't rip the 2018 Eminence and the likes of that. But um, England's going in the right direction. It's nowhere near this, but it's, it's healthy. Cool. The big one coming up in, in Europe is probably going to be the Munich card show in, uh, I can't remember, maybe it's European Trading Card Show, their, their name is something, but there's a show in Munich in Germany in November, and that's sponsored by eBay. They're getting a few kind of industry heavy hitters. Oh, that's cool. Oh, cool. So that's maybe going to be the closest thing to something like this that we see in terms of corporate support. Um, Can I ask a really ignorant question? Yeah. If it's Another. in Munich, Germany... Does everyone like? Do people speak English or like how? To, like, because that's a lot of different languages. Well, if everyone's coming into one area, right? Like, yeah. it's a big show. Well, I suppose like because it's because it's a, an Americanized industry. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the level of English is really good in Germany anyway. Oh, okay. But because collectors are mostly fans of either NFL or NBA or something like that. Yeah. The, the level of English is fine. English will be kind of the the common language among gotcha. everyone. Yeah. Okay. Nice. I was just curious. Last um, question: yeah. Have you been to the U.S. before? Is this your first trip here? No, I, 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 okay. uh, we can both answer in, in sequence. Uh, mm. I've been here a couple of times, once to uh, D.C., and I have family in uh, Massachusetts, so I've been over there. What? How have we not talked about that? Where are they at? They're in western Massachusetts, out in like Holyoke. Springfield? Holyoke? Yeah. I'm so tired of hearing wow. Every single person we talk to is somehow from Massachusetts. Holyoke, big college out there. Oh, my I God. I wouldn't know. I never I went to college. I am curious. Have you guys seen much product other than sports cards? Because like that's another oh, thing on. that we're gonna get asked is like oh, entertainment, like pop um, celebrity stuff, or Pokemon or anything. Like I met, a, I ran into a guy last night who told me that there's so little Pokemon that he got bought out on the first day. Wow. I don't know if that's true. That sounds like a lie. I also haven't really seen any Pokemon in the few tables that we have walked by. There's not. A I'm lot. just curious. There's not. There's just more than soccer. But not more a than lot. soccer. Oh really? Yeah. Like uh, yeah. Feels like maybe they're more colorful. They're easier to see. That's true. Yeah. yeah um, okay. I've seen a lot of Marvel stuff. There's some tables Have with you? a lot of Marvel. Oh, yeah. okay. Cool. Yeah. I, we really got to get out and walk the place today. Let's go right now. We can be done. <laughs> well, we can bring you. Yeah, that's, that's it. Fine. We're cutting the interview. Um. Okay. We said ten minutes. We've gone way over. Which great. I, the audience. Everyone loves oh, when love Irish it. people come on. Thank you for the time. Only. No problem. Yeah. We appreciate it. Thank you so much, guys. Jason said thank you, but he didn't have the microphone. Jason, so I'll thank say you. The microphone. And he said it again. Thank you yeah, guys. Thanks for coming, guys. Soccer um, cards. Do you guys United. have anything you're doing? Anything you want to promote? Anything going yeah, give on? Give the name. Okay, yeah. So if you're hearing this, uh, you can check us out on whatever social media platform. Just search Soccer Cards United, and uh, we're going to be doing some uh, content documenting our soccer experience at the show. So if you want to find out what was soccer like at the national, 
Search Soccer Cards United on YouTube. You'll have some vlogs there, and you can find out what the state of soccer is right now. All right, cool. Mike, cut all that that Jason just said. <laughs> awesome. All right, guys, thank you so much. All right, we'll see you. Okay, we're back. That was the interview. Quick update, by the way. I moved off on the advice of counsel, moved my entire position of ETH yesterday. Oh, boy. Because I'm going to buy back in. Oh, boy. 1854 sell-off price. Yeah. 1899 now. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Well, I think that's it's good because it was up above nineteen hundred earlier. So don't say it. <laughs> uh, I'm hoping it's just hit nineteen hundred again. <laughs> Stop looking. I'm going to buy. It. I told Jesse I'm doing one more move. I'm going to buy back in when it drops low and get again. But I had a reminder to look while I was with you to it, see if I should love you or hate you. <laughs> and so I feel you don't, a plum you're you. a neutral. Uh, if anybody has like an inside track with like you know, <laughs> can you we know, promote inside like, trade? Hang like, on. In, insider trade, anything Got like it. that. If you guys don't mind, just giving us the heads up, we'd appreciate it. Um, all right. mailbag. mailbag time. Thank you all for throwing in your comments. We really appreciate it. How long it. have we been going? This actually, I um, thought this was going to be a short one. I don't think it is. Well, we got to cut out a little bit, um, but we call it like 40 minutes at this point. Plus the interview was 15. Plus the interview. Oh. So we're, okay. Yeah. Let's roll through these. Alex Mazurik. Alex Maz. Maz, One of my favorite Canadian buyers of all time. Now that the national is over and the economy is in somewhat of an upswing, Mm -hmm. do you see card prices rebounding or a higher quantity of sales? That's a good question. I... Actually, yeah, that is a very good question. I think we'll lean more toward people will start buying again because I think football's ramping up. People are going to all of a sudden start having the FOMO with basketball. Like, mm. hey, it's it's not too far away. Let me start getting it. Yeah. I think we'll see baseball sales pick up, though, because I think kind of like I described with the grade reveal. Yeah. I'm looking to sell those guys into season playoff run. So I think we'll see higher sales there, but more buying and market picking up on basketball, football. Yeah, I think we uh, this week seemed to me at least like we had a drop off, like as far as like, interest sales, just people like talking on the app, talking in the Facebook group, just overall quieter. lower uh, volume of people. Okay, I do think that is in a large part because there has been so much card hype with the national. That's fair. And then the hype spilled over to the week following. And now we are finally settling down. At this point, I think we continue to go up from here, though. One quick note, too, with the national, it just reminded me of shows. There's the weekend of September 11th and the weekend of October 29th, whatever those two weekends are, the dates. We will be set up at both Nashville shows, Card Shop Live and Sports Cards Nonsense. We will be here for both those shows. I am actually hopeful we're going to have an athlete there with us as well one day, but I'm not going to say anymore. Don't say any more about that. I'm not going to say any more the rest of the podcast. (laughs) Uh, Mailbag goes to Jordan Wahlberger. WWE Select comes out this week. WWE Prism started out strong, but is tanked. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the WWE card market and having real staying power? This com- this has come out so much cheaper. It didn't have the initial thrust like Prism did. Mm-hmm. I think, well, that's kind of was my vibe. Which it too. would have anyway, because sure. Select is always going to be cheaper. But 200 bucks, I'm kind of like, yeah, I think that's probably reasonable. The I don't S- think you're going to see it spike, though, initially like Prism. I think it'll probably hover and be okay. Um, He does point out that how much would you say select is less than Prism? Like a percentage? 50%? Resale? Sure. You're asking? Yeah. Oh, it's probably less than that. Less than 50%? I would think. Probably 30 or 40. Okay. Well, then this isn't that far off. He points out that WWE Prism is currently selling on blowout for like 415. Okay. And this is selling for 225. 225. Yeah, so it's, but it's also release week. Like there's something to say that. Yeah, so I, think, I think this settles at 200, which would be so almost actually, in line with that. Yeah, if this does pop up and then goes back down. Okay. Um, all right. Next. Thank you, Jordan. By the way, I don't think Prism 
you can get pr- prison boxes too. There's like some motivated sellers because I got in too high. Mm-hmm. You get those. Like somebody, I think Ken bought some of those last week for three twenty five or three fifty. Dude, I don't think that's the worst play with first year prism WWE if you're just looking to hold stuff for a while. Okay. Just because first year prism traditionally has had crazy resale. That's Anyways, good. all right. Um, we go to Marshall McKeever. Mike, did you pick up any cool memorabilia pieces at the National this year? Not a single piece. Nope. No memorabilia at all. Sorry, Marsh. Uh, Ken Griffin, will defensive heavy drafts, will defensive heavy draft lead to a spark in position players non-QB in 2022? That could translate to vintage making position vintage a long-term play. I think the vintage long-term play is there already. I don't think defense will have any effect this year, but I think what you're going to see is receivers. Like, yeah. if that's the one position first round that people were excited about this year, it was receiver. Mm-hmm. Maybe we start. And we've had unbelievable guys the past few years. Justin Jefferson in 2020. Jamar last year. Waddle last year. This year, we had a bunch go in the first round. Maybe this is the year we see receivers particularly. Although, hopefully, it's others. I would love to see more positions sell better, not just QBs. Thank you, McKeever. Appreciate your that was Ken. question. Oh, that is... Oh, dang it, Doesn't Ken. Matter. Just keep rolling. We're doing good here. I like this quick. I feel stupid. Rapid fire. I said a dumb thing. Cole Benz wants to know, with Aaron Rodgers possibly approaching 61... Oh, I misspoke. Aaron Judge possibly approaching 61 home runs. I was like, Aaron Rodgers, 61 home runs? This can't be right. Do you think Roger Maris cards could see a spike? No. That's a stretch. No? Nope. Okay. Do you know who Roger Maris is? No. Okay. He was the original guy. 61 was his home run record. Him and Mantle were kind of going back and forth. 61. Nah, okay. But no, I don't think there's any. I mean, that's a stretch to me. Hmm. That would seem to me like it would be bigger news, though. Well, but Barry Bonds already broke the record and hit 70. As did Maguire and Sosa in 98, they were trying to beat Maris's record. By the way, Bonds is 73 or something because Maguire hit 70, Sosa hit 63. That was who they were chasing. But if they did the all-time, if he beat all-time, you would see, you would think there'd be a difference in price, right? Like if there was Oh, if he was like approaching the 73 mark, sure. Okay. Judge stuff is high right now anyways. But I mean, that's possible, There's still a decent amount of season. I don't think there's any chance. Really? But I do think... At this point, a couple guys actually messaged me about buddies. Like, hey, I've got this judge stuff. What do I do? Uh-huh. You're not going to get hurt if you sell it now because he's up. But I, I don't know how you don't hold that for the playoffs. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think yeah. you probably need to hold. Anyways. Michael Provost, who are you looking to collect out of the upcoming NFL rookie QB, RB, wide receiver? Man, it's a weird... I, so first, total disclaimer. I have not spent much time with this class at all yet. We've been so wrapped up in baseball, basketball. I'm kind of interested to see what Willis does. And Malik Willis, the quarterback for the Titans. I don't know that he's going to get a chance with Tannehill. Well, that's nice of you. But to like say at that. some point, I don't know. Like, I, and I wouldn't buy him right off the bat because I think he's going to sit. But I don't think he's a bad play once prices settle. If he's not playing and if his like his pricing decreases, I think he's a pretty athletic, exciting player. Him and Derrick Henry. I don't know. I think it could be fun. And Wilson, uh, or not Wilson? Oh, Garrett Wilson. Yeah, the receiver. He was. Oh, I think he was the first receiver yeah. taken for the Jets. I do think Zach's going to have a decent year, and that kid looks pretty good. I think he could be a decent buy, but it just depends what his pricing comes out at. Uh, with that m- question in mind, we are going to be bringing back the SCN Fantasy Football League. Oh, Mike yeah, and I right. will be playing with probably eight of you. We'll probably Fine Sand is in. Yeah. I'll, yeah Mark we'll Fine Sand, MLB Network, you're in. Yes, uh, but that would leave seven spots Mike, left, do you want to so. play fantasy football with us or no? Mike's out. Okay. <laughs> now... Nah, Sorry, I'm, I'm Mike. I'm good with that. Yep, Sorry, never mind. Mike. Yep, next question. Uh, but that means that you guys will have a chance. We'll be posting something in the Facebook group here shortly. I believe we have to have it done within the next week or two. Winner gets 150000 Uh 
150,000 what, Mike? Nope. Just, just that's, that's leave it, it there. Period. Yep. Um, but keep your eyes out if you want to join. Uh, Tyler Rodriguez, do you recommend getting booklets slabbed or keep them raw? I think they look cool in just a magnetic holder, raw. The, the booklet holders, like from grading companies, are huge. I, I hate them. Really? I think they look dumb. Yeah. Okay. Um, I kind of like a little bit bigger just because it means I can display it a little bit better. I'm all about the, if I have like something really nice, I'm all about wanting to display it. I am too. I just think the booklet holders are too, I mean, the greater too ones are big. too big. Yeah. Okay. Personal preference. I like them in a mag. Jeffing, Mike, as you're building your 61 vintage basketball set, what strategies are you using to pick up cards? What sites are you using? And are you going doing more targeted singles buying or larger lot purchases? Oh, I like the lot play. Like, I've been doing the lot play with the Marvel set. Like, I'll buy a bunch, grade them, keep what I need, but then sell the other ones to cover the cost. With 61, I've just been targeting singles right now. And specifically, if it's like the lower end names and stuff, I'm fine buying them raw. If it's the higher name, like the big name stuff, even if it's only a couple hundred bucks, I want to buy those graded. Even though I'm cracking them out, I want the assurance that, hey, these were graded. Mm -hmm. We're good to go. Okay. Um, It's kind of in my... Processes, processes. He asks because he's also Process doing size. something similar with Stay. 48 Bowman oh, that, as well. I'll, I'll so allow that. Okay, I'll allow <laughs> Get away yep. from 61. Uh, Casey O'Connell. Casey here. Thank you for clarifying, Casey. We got that, Case. Move on. Um, Casey wants to know, when buying Bowman first for prospecting, what do you look for as far as the player that makes you think they could be a good investment? The biggest thing, honestly, is power potential. Nothing makes people go crazier for prospects than just seeing big hit potential. Like that is really the the number one thing. If you can get more in depth about it, perfect. But like if you're just looking like, hey, what's kind of a baseline thing? Mm-hmm. Later round picks who have home run potential, number one, and and power pitchers. Okay. I don't like pitchers, but for, for that, you know, I for do, that, yep. Okay, uh, John Tallman. John wants to know why are you the way you are. Favorite question of the day. Thank you, John. Also, which sports offseason hits that particular subsection of the card market the hardest? Basketball. I think it's the most volatile. So, yeah, basketball. Okay. That would seem to go with, like, the general consensus of guys in the the groups. They're always craving the basketball. So, Lane Fortenberry. I'm someone starting the hobby, starting in the hobby again after middle school with a minimal budget who wants to collect newer players and rookies to hold. Would you recommend buying singles from Prism and Donruss Optic? Is base a waste of time, or should I target the color and numbered? I mean, again, you're on a budget, so you have to, it depends. But if you can stick with non-base stuff to hold over time, I think that is the better play. Maybe you mess around with base like I did today in the reveal. Super cheap base stuff. Toss it SGC cheap to get it graded and make a little money on the way to work up to the numbered stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm good with that process as well. Uh, he also wants to know your thoughts on Obsidian. I actually think Obsidian's cool. I hate the autos because it has stickers. I think Obsidian comes out next week. The, the product itself, though, I actually think is a super cool looking product. I like Obsidian. It's only a few years old, too, because I was breaking when that debuted. So I'm um, a fan. I think Obsidian basketball. I actually I like week. Obsidian too. It's I like the black something. lava look. I think it's really yeah. cool looking. But so, I hate sticker autos on that particular. They stand out so bad. I don't like it. Just to be clear, the black what look? It's like a black lava is how they first oh, introduced lava. That. I thought you said lava, and I was gonna just roast you, but no, you said it right. Is, so you can roast me anyways. It's not a real thing. That's the thing. Oh, good. Uh, Steve Schisler. Mike, can you provide an update on switching some of your higher value cards over to SGC? Oh, still have to do it. I need to get to Boca 
to walk through all my big Brady rookies and some other vintage I have. I, have, I came across a Unitas the other day that's in a BVG holder. Mm-hmm. I, I would really, really love to get my Beckett 95 Jordan crossed over. So I'm going to do a whole big thing. I just, when there is time to breathe, I will get down to Boca. How dare you take a breath without permission? Uh, let's see. Blake. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Will Jordan, what are your feelings on the whatnot 8687 Fleer box break at the National that had totally off sequencing? Yeah, I just saw this. Let's update the people in case so, they don't know. Yeah, so whatnot ran, and this is not a dig at whatnot because I don't think this was anything on their part, honestly. So whatnot ran a promotion and like Ryan Card Collector too. All these guys broke a couple packs of it. Um, Looking for the Jordan. The sports card radio guy talked about this. He's a little bit of a nut job sometimes. On this one, he was actually pretty reasonable, I thought. Um, so, like, all the influencers break a couple packs apiece. I think they did the whole thing as a giveaway anyways. The box was wrapped by BCCE. Yeah, I think that's right. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, however, if you go back and watch old videos, like the most recent break of that was Ken and Drake. You could tell... As most, I'm not familiar with the set, so I don't know. I just know that there is a sequence, but you can tell, like, hey, this card came first. Okay, the Jordan's not in this pack. Or, hey, this card's on top. That means the Jordan's the last card. Anytime you see those breaks, I watched Nate from Grand Slam break one of those. Mm-hmm. Same thing. He knew because those guys are educated on the product. Yeah. If this card's in there, okay, here's a sequence. You know it's going to Yeah, you come. know the order. These cards literally came in order. Card number 51, card number 52. And that, that set in particular, I believe, is done alphabetically as well. So, like, one of Ryan's cards was, like, Joe Johnson, Ryan Johnson, Magic Johnson. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah. It is interesting to me, like, nobody caught this on the time. Because, like, even I know, I don't know the sequence. Yeah. But if I open a pack, I'd be like, dude, something's wrong with this, clearly. Maybe they did, and they just weren't saying anything because they knew. They I don't know. Shouldn't. And I don't want to impugn any wrong motives here because I, I don't know. But, like, it is interesting to me that that many people with knowledge of the hobby, nobody called it out as it was happening. Here's the other thing, then, of course, what happened. All the Jordans came back lower. I think the highest grade of Jordan was a six. Oh. So it does make me wonder. And again, some of the stolen thunder from that sports car radio guy. Like, did did somebody just put these sets together and use the high grade Jordans to grade and sell out? Because like a, a six Jordan is probably at like 2,500 bucks. I don't know. Can I say that I, f- <sighs> say I feel like this should be bigger story and that we purposely didn't say anything because we don't want to come off like we're attacking a fellow app in the space. It was Do you rap, feel so, that at all? So I, I don't... Here's the thing. Like, I don't think Whatnot's ripping... I agree, let, but let I me think say this. that's I, why we didn't say anything. I don't think Whatnot is ripping a box open. Like, hey, let's pull the Jordans and then we can... But again, the fact that nobody knew that this was a thing, and I think this guy even asked, I hate to keep giving him credit, but I don't want to steal it either. Like, where did they get the box? Yeah. Does BCCE... Is that the company, by the way? Look up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, because I, I hate that I'm butchering that. Because, I mean, they were also the same guy that inspected that Pokemon case for Logan Paul that was fake. Now, granted, Pokemon is not their thing, but if that was an, an authentic rap from them for an 86 Flare box, I would have some serious questions. Like, yeah. you should be able to authenticate that. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I just... BBCE. BBCE. Mm-hmm. I kept saying BCCE. I was close. So, so close. yeah, I... I it's a story. I just don't, we're never going to, first of all, you're never going to hear anything about it. But yeah, I think again, that kind of plays to the whole notion of like, some people are just out of touch, but they're not hobby guys. They, they know what things are catchy to draw an audience. Yeah. Like I can tell you right now. And again, yeah, I will use it to plug quick card shop live. We're not giving away $150,000 box of cards. That can't afford to, of. but we are doing stuff. And again, you're working with people in the hobby where if there's an issue like that, or even on a much lesser scale, 
because we only work with people I know and like vetted out people, like, like oh, hey, there's an issue here. Stop what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Just figure out what's wrong. Clearly, there's a bit of a disconnect. And it is kind of funny that of all the different people who rip packs, like nobody on stage was like, wait, like, yeah, I would have been like, hang on a second. I'm yeah. dumb. And even I, I, I know nothing about the product. Sure. I know I shouldn't be getting cards in sequential order, like one, two, three, four, five. So it, it is weird to me that it's, it's not been as, but that guy's got a pretty big audience. You talked about it. We're talking about mm-hmm. now. Maybe this will help raise some questions, but I am not just going to go out and bash somebody because I, I, I don't know enough about it to do well, that. Well, I don't think it was even a bash of them in particular. I think it just is a negative look towards them and we didn't say, I just no. want to make sure we continue to have journalistic integrity. I think it's a question of like, hey, how did this happen? What's being done about it? You know, that, but I'm not, yeah, I don't, even if it wasn't them. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't not point fingers. I just, I don't know enough about it. Okay. But it is an interesting story. Uh, Kyle McWade. Mm-hmm. What's the best way to find a 15-year-old rookie parallel out of 10 of a one-time all-star, but now active, but very close to retirement? I wish you would have just said the name. Just look but, everywhere. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Just search all the different platforms. Blowout forums, eBay. Yeah, Kyle. Facebook. Yeah, post it up. Are there like, are, could you ever reach out to someone to look out for you? You can post on your socials. Yeah. But I mean, like, not a not like consigner a, or anything like that. Just, hey, if you I mean, come it's not across. Really, yeah, I doubt it. I mean, yeah. those okay. guys are busy. It's like, oh, keep an eye out for this guy. The card is worth 20 bucks. Yeah, it's just tough. Like, realistically, no. Sure. Ask your friends to keep an eye out. Uh, two more questions. Okay. Logan Friedel. I'll be in Nashville this weekend and wondering if it'd be a better idea to bring some cards I've been thinking of slabbing with SGC to Nash cards in person or easier to submit online on their website. Does it make a whole lot of difference or no? You can just hand them stuff in the store. That's what I do. I love it. I think it's a couple of bucks more to do that. I don't care. I hate filling. I'm lazy with that. I just hate filling out the reports and stuff. I just give it to Chris or one of his guys and I'm done. And you can go see the shop. It's, the new shop in Mount Julie is actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say just bring it with you. Uh, he also says, never been to Nashville, so looking forward to the trip and getting to visit Nash Cards after hearing about it all the time on the podcast. There you go. Well, there you go. I would also say check out Grand Slam. Nate's got a great shop in Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro, yep. yep. Johnny F. Oh, Sheps in Hendersonville, too, where I've been going lately. He's got some cool stuff. Stop plugging all these people. No, that that's where I go. I like those us. three. That's fine. Good dudes. On a scale of one to 10, how annoyed is Mike with Jesse at this very moment? That's a solid question, Johnny. Despite having a total disagreement, I mean, couldn't be further on ends of the spectrum of what is valuable in this possible partnership we're talking about. Uh huh. Uh, we had, it wasn't even an argument. We're just vehemently opposed, as You're, I think. Uh, you, you realize that, like, that is not the case and that I do recognize the value. But I think we totally disagree on what the value is. What the actual value? My is. number is going up. By the way, I thought you were just gonna let me. Say. I'm not annoyed with him at all. We had a total. The reason I work with people like Jesse and the rest of the people on the team, though, they have a total. Well, Jesse's a friend, but also a total different view of what is valuable, what isn't, or what this value actually is, as opposed to what I think it is. Yeah. I think it's a good blend. If you can't like work you with and people Sean, that aren't like you, then you're not going to be successful, in my opinion, because you're never yeah. going to be right all the time. And you've come off your thing of like, you used to set ultimatums with me sometimes. I'd be like, and I don't even think he knows you're doing it. But like, oh, that's the number? No. I'm like, right. I own majority of this company. What if I just say yes as vehemently as you say no? Like, well, then what? You, you don't do that anymore. You, I find you to have been, you've been much more reasonable lately. I think we have both tried to be more. Well, the reason I do that is because a lot of times it would be like where you have a thing where it's like, you will be reasonable to a point and then you say no. So it's just like, I'm getting ahead of it. I'm just going to say no on my part. 
But that was my thing for a while. I'm like, okay, cool. So if you're just 100% no and I'm 100% yes, oh, good. I have majority. Like it's a yes then. But I don't, mm-hmm. you don't do that anymore, which I have, because I did it. When you did that, it did provoke me to just be like, cool, I'm pulling rank. Like the answer is yes. Well, that's, I think we now come to much, way more compromises than we used to with content on the show. Even the whole box thing a month ago had Jesse just been like, no, we're not opening select. I'd be like, cool, I'm doing the whole box now. Instead, mm-hmm. let's cut it up and do a 48-second drop instead of a six-minute rip. Compromise, which yeah. I think is actually better in the long run. I agree with I you. I think the issue today is going to end up being a compromise. Your number was here. I was here. I think we're going to settle somewhere in the middle. I, I would agree. I would think that would... I mean, if we don't, then I'm just going to ruin everything. I'll fire so. you. <laughs> You're not making That's any fine. <laughs> ah, exactly. Please <laughs> fire me. <laughs> I'm working for free. So. Can I fire myself? Absolutely. Hang on. Can I do that myself? Um, hey, that's your show. Get yep. out. <laughs> Perfect. There you go. Sports Cars Nonsense brought to you by Ringer Podcast Network powered by Spotify. We're back next week, Monday, Thursday. I think we're going to ask Chris from Cardlight to come in for like the monthly kind of market review on Thursday of next week. Mike, are you around both days next week? Please never go to a wedding again. We missed you. Isaiah, Isaiah was good though. No, Isaiah was fine. But yeah, we we, we roll with Mike. Um, so yeah, nothing. So guest wise, there's that. I thought uh, there was something. Bill's else. gonna come on because he didn't even return my text, and he's hanging out with these Boston pod. I love it. We needed the Ringer needed a Boston specific sports <laughs> it podcast. Does, bro. The whole station is Boston sports. Everyone needs more Boston. Oh, facts. Brother. Okay, there you go. We'll be back. Goodbye. <laughs>